Welcome to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green, where you'll discover actionable strategies to help your student to reach their academic goals, to excel at standardized testing, and to plan for the college admissions process painlessly. And now, here's your host, Dr. Stephen Green. It is that time again. Welcome back, everyone, to the Make the Great Podcast. We have got an international flavor today. International. We have had international guests on today, but this is a biggie, 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 biggie. We're going to be talking about the three Ps. Three Ps that lead to success. I guess Bill Linton. What do you like Bill or William? What do you like? Uh, w- William's good. William. Okay. Like William Shakespeare. Yeah. The Bard. The Bard of Avon, yes. William Linton is currently residing in Cape Town, South Africa. Can, yeah. you say, can I say that with a South African accent? Probably not. Uh, I interviewed somebody who was a language, uh, an accent reduction coach earlier today, so I'm, I'm very conscious of my articulation right now. Um, we're going to talk about some cool business stuff. William, it, I, I admire, he's got a couple of things I really admire about him. Number one, uh, he's got a really good business ethic. Two, he is, he's what's become known, or he is what's now become known as a digital nomad, which is cool. And he's going to have a lot to share about persistence, you know, kind of living your dream, making it happen. So uh, before I get into your bio, anything you just want to jump out of the gate with, William? Yeah, you know, I just, for me, I'm passionate about this since, I, you know, since the age of six, when six. my mom helped me set up a lemonade stand to, to sell lemonade <laughs> to some construction workers. I've just always been into, uh, I just find it fascinating. The world of business has been fascinating to me. Wow. Your dad's from Indiana. Mom's from upstate New York. So you're kind of a Northeast guy. Uh, yeah. He met at Syracuse while his dad was in the Air Force. Married six months later. Yeah. You were born clear. overseas. Where? Where were you born? I was born in Istanbul, Turkey. Wow. Dang. You were raised back in Syracuse after your dad separated from the Air Force, went to SUNY Polytech. This guy's a genius, too. Studied mechanical engineering. Dang. Worked as an engineer for over 10 years before moving into sales, which he's done for 10 years, and he realized he needed to get to work for himself, get that entrepreneurial spirit back again. And uh, this was just made more clear with the influx of COVID. Fears have got involved with a nonprofit organization. There's lots of different things he's going on but he is interested in sustainability from energy, addressing hunger and teaching people how to fish and not giving them the fish. Yeah. One of the things I learned from you, or I learned about you is you've got an idea called the three P's, right? And you're pretty, first of all, I'm, I'm seeing him on the screen here, but William's a young guy. This is not like me. He's not, I, I I could be his grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) I know. 28. How old are you? 30? Me? I'm, I'm 50. 50. No way. You look young. See, it's that digital yeah. nomad lifestyle. It keeps you young. The South, I know, man. Water in South Africa. The guy looks like he's 25 years old. He's a good-looking guy. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the three Ps. Well, actually, let's take one step back. You started, you had a lemonade stand when you were six. And that kind of gave it a little, little bit of a bug, right? And then you put it on hold. I don't know if you need, maybe we're following more of like an American dream job scenario. What yeah. got you back into being an entrepreneur? You know, really, uh, I've been... I, I just been reading a ton of books, you know, there's the education you get at college, right? You get, you know, you get from mm-hmm. high school, college, all that. Uh, and they're really, they're really 
concerned about, you know, churn and burn. They want to get as many people out in the workforce as possible. And, and I just got caught up in the, you know, okay, it's the American dream, you know, the nine to five, the security of that, you know, all that kind of good stuff. And I left my childhood dreams behind. You know, when I was a child, my, my mom was always uh, trying to encourage a lot of things in me, my creativity. I mean, she would give me broken things. I told her to buy broken things at garage sales to give to me. And I would just rip them apart and, and just do whatever I wanted with it. And I loved that. To me, that was a great toy, you know, the lemonade stand. And so I basically just started reading a, a, just a series of books after college and just in the course of my career, wondering, why am I not, why isn't this working? You know, why isn't the American dream working for me? And it's because I, I just, reading these books, just realized that I'd forgotten my childhood. Like I'd forgotten, like when you're a child, you're not necessarily, it's just your parents are your main influence and your friends. And I just realized there was something to be said from looking back at my childhood and, and, and just seeing what those passions, what, why was I interested in that stuff, you know? I wasn't an adult. I wasn't influenced by anything that had happened for you know 50 years or whatever. Uh, and so just really analyzing that and going back and, and looking at that. So that's kind of what led me to come back to this. Was um, what, what, what was your first business? I mean, so you, you, know, you went to a good college, competitive, yeah. you know, tough program. A lot of people in mechanical engineering, some people say, oh, my God, that's not that for me. Um, uh, you know, you graduated, you, you're out there doing your thing. I mean, um, what was your first business venture? Like, what kind of got you back into it? Oh, boy, what was my first business venture? I'm trying yeah, I wasn't I've tried, I can't I've tried so many things over the years. <laughs> you know, I've tried so many things. So there's been, it's been a lot of uh, trial and error, you know, a lot of failure, a lot of failed attempts. I'm trying to go back to my first business. You know, I guess uh, the one of sub substance, I would say of substance where I really started seeing money from that was actually selling health insurance, believe it or not. That was like health insurance. 2009 to 2012. Uh, I was selling health insurance and the guy, you know, he's like, get ready to put the big boy pants on kind of thing. You know, basically I had to start uh, you know, my own corporation because basically they paid the corporation, which then paid me. Hmm. So that was really my first real dive into that world of uh, even though like, you know, they were giving me my leads and all that. I was essentially hiring my own uh, people like to make calls and set appointments and, and, you know, all this kind of stuff. I was hiring, I had my own employees. Uh, I was just kind of hmm. running my own, my own deal for about three years. Hmm. So let's talk. You, you got the three P's, right? Yeah. I assume this is something you kind of learned the hard way, a school of hard knocks, right? Oh, yeah. So being a military guy, OJT, you know what that means? That's a big military term. OJT, on the job. On the job training. Oh, yeah. It's a, my dad was a military guy. I heard that every day. OJT, come on, you're going to learn this. What do you like or not? So <laughs> let's talk about the three P's. Yeah. What, uh, so the three P's, persistence, patience, and perseverance. And this has come through, obviously, my own experiences, my own journey. Uh, I'm also, I'm in a mentoring, like a mastermind group that I'm a part of uh, and I, uh, on Facebook. And I get to see all the things, all the comments there, all the pitfalls, my own pitfalls, my own failures. And this is kind of just derived from that. You know, there's this whole concept of being persistent in pursuing your dream, you know, being patient and waiting for that to happen and not trying to force something to happen, being perseverant through the difficult times when you're going to have, like for me, 
multiple, I've had multiple failures over the last several years to get into like the, whether it was getting into the insurance and now getting into some of the stuff I'm doing with, uh, with, uh, retail online retail. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's derived from that, you know, I can go on about some other euphemisms and analogies, uh, that kind of tie in with that. Let's break them down because uh, most of the people listening to this podcast are, are a lot of parents who have kids who are trying to help motivate them in school, a lot of entrepreneurs. So persistence, I, I think the definition of the word is kind of obvious, but how's that paid off in your life? Because you, you could have started a business and failed and said, screw this, I'm going back to being an engineer, right? Yes. So how, how has persistence impacted your life? I mean, you know, I, 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 I feel it. What's that? No, I mean, in a positive way, I'm presuming. Right? Yeah, in a positive way. You know, it's like you said, it's uh, the school of hard knocks. Okay, I'll go back to the school of hard knocks. I'll go back to these failures that I've had. Mm-hmm. Well, part of the reason I've ha- I have, well, part of the reason I have those failures is because I didn't fully understand what I was getting involved with. Uh, another aspect of the reason I failed was because I didn't persist. I gave up too quickly. You know, I wasn't, you know, I read these books. And I was seeing, well, this guy did this and he got it up and running in, you know, two months or so, something. And so I'm like, if I wasn't seeing those results, I would just kind of like give up, you know. And what I've learned over the last year, like this, I've had multiple failure points, even in just this business I'm working on right now, over the course of the last year. You know, I, I got to tell you, honestly, there was multiple times where I wanted to throw in the towel. And because I had people around me, I have the, I told you I'm in this mastermind group is I had a lot of people like speaking like kind of positivity and life into that. Like, don't give up because they would share their stories. Like I almost gave up too. I almost threw in the towel and you know what? And I even saw stories on this same group where people were like, they did throw in the towel and then, and man, it, it was so sad and so depressing. And I'm like, that person had an opportunity for to build legacy for the for their family, you know, and, and to help other people to make a difference in the world. But they gave up. I wish I could have like just grabbed them and say, don't give up yet, man, you know, or lady or whatever. Don't give up. And uh, it's hard. I'm not going to say it's easy. OK, I'm not oh, here. It's never, never as easy as you would like it to be. No, mm. right. We all want we all want the lotto ticket. <laughs> Everybody wants a lot of things. We want to get that ticket. You know, I paid a buck for this and now I'm getting a billion dollars, right? Yeah, it should, should be so uh, easy. Well, having been an entrepreneur for many years, uh, you know, everything you're talking about, I've, I've lived as well. I think, I think there's, you didn't use this word, but I, the word accountability I use a lot. Accountability, I think is important. Having people to be accountable to, having, being accountable to yourself, family, you know, professionally, um, but, but the one thing I, I, the one thing I always try to tell people is cause I work with a lot of entrepreneurs that are want to do it, but don't quite know how. And then as soon as something happens, they go, oh my, that's too much for me. It, it, you gotta believe in what you have. You gotta believe in yourself. You gotta believe in your skills. You gotta believe in the product or service that you're offering. Sometimes people just have bad ideas. Frankly, sometimes people are not doing well because they just, they create a product that nobody wants or they write yeah. a book or they create a course that has no usefulness. But if you have, a, if you believe in what you're doing, uh, the persistence is awesome. So number one P is persistence. Okay. Yes. Taking notes out there. Listeners, you're taking notes out there. P is persistence. Second one is patience. Patience. So, yeah. uh, how, you know, look, it, it's kind of like what you just said. It is unrealistic to begin a business 
and expect that you're going to have overnight success. Has it ever happened in the history of business? Yes. Is it rare? Extremely. It's usually a long uh, ascendant grind where you're getting a little better, a little better, a little better um, until you reach the point of stability. So how has patience helped you, William? Well, you know, uh, they say, whether they say uh, cleanliness is next to godliness. And I think that uh, patience has got to be, if there's another divine attribute that a human being can have, it's got to be patience. Mm -hmm. And there's so many, there's so much good that can just come from developing patience in your life, not just with, uh, and and what I'm talking about here, this, this has far reaching implication. Okay. This isn't just for business. I'm, that's my focus right now in this season of my life. Um, but it has far-reaching implications in relationships, in your personal life, in social endeavors, uh, and yes, business. And so developing that, that patience is, is, it's like mining for gold, right? It's like finding that gold mine and being like, wow, I, I, you know, I, I've hit it. Because this can be used in so many facets of your life, you know, especially now with, with what we've been dealing with with COVID and, and, and the, some of the, the social issues that have arisen and, you know, people not knowing quite as, you know, not having, uh, being as adept with social, socializing as prior, that the more you're developing in, in something like this and patience, you're like ahead of the game. Okay. So it's, it's, it's putting yourself in a position. It's setting yourself up for success is the more patience. And so I've seen that develop of just like not giving up. It goes right along with you know, being persistent, just like, okay, you're not going to give up. You're going to be persistent in this and you're going to wait for the results. Hey, this is the Make the Great Podcast. William Linton is my guest. We're talking about a number of things, but right now we're talking about his three Ps, persistence, patience, and number three, which is perseverance, which I kind of overlaps a little bit with persistence, right? But um, how, how do you define that? How do you define perseverance? the way I define that. So, you know, persistence is, uh, that's, you know, kind of never say die, but I, I feel like perseverance in, in my mind takes it a, the next step higher. That's, that's when like you're, you are like one step away from throwing in the towel. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, you're going to throw it in and you're going to persevere. And the way you persevere, it's not, you're not going to lone ranger that. And this goes back to what you're saying about accountability, because to have accountability, you have to have people in your life. Yes, definitely. You've heard the saying, you've heard the saying, uh, show me your friends and I'm going to show you your future. Hmm. And so look at who you're surrounding yourself with. The people I'm surrounded with are also, they're not necessarily digital nomads, but they're living their, their work, the, what, what they're doing for their careers. Like whether one's an airline pilot, another one runs a tourism company. Um, another one, uh, he has Airbnbs around, you know, these are, these are people that are extremely can be anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's no surprise that I'm where I'm at because I've surrounded myself with people who have similar aspirations. To me. So it's sort of a combination of you, you sort of guiding your own ship to use a metaphor, but then the waters, the current is kind of taking you as well. If you're in a place that can pull you through highs and lows and things like that. Yeah, I, I agree with you that, uh, you know, when they say that you're, you're the sum of your five people you spend the most time with or something, I forget the exact saying. Um, yeah. you, you sent me something here, I, my, my notes here. If you first don't succeed, try, 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 try again, like 85 tries. Um, yeah. 
And uh, I don't think that's because you're trying to be random. It's because you, you're, you just, you're driven, right? Yeah. Um, you're also big on reading. How many books do you think you've read? Do you ever count? I don't know, man. Like, I, I actually, it's funny because, you know, growing up, I hated reading. <laughs> and then, uh, but, but I discovered that if, here's the thing, you, if you want something to happen in your life, you are, you are, you're going to be your biggest proponent. And you're also going to be your worst enemy. And so you, I like, for me, I just started reading, I know I probably, I, I'm going to say 50 books. I mean, were you reading, were you reading like Think and Go Rich kind of books? Were you reading like How to Write Good Cop? Were they, were they like motivational personal development books or were they kind of how-to books, like How to Write Good Content, How to Write Good Copy? Or were, I'm assuming you weren't reading like uh, Harry Potter, not to knock Harry Potter, but that wasn't going to get you further along in your entrepreneurial. <laughs> no, I mean, I was reading Lord of the Rings and all that, but that has nothing to do with this, but well, yeah, right. the books well, okay. So, so can you single out maybe one or two books that yeah, really sure. had an impact on you? I mean, you can go more than two if you want, but what's the first two that come to mind that really are like must read in your opinion? Start with why by Simon Sinek. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, number why. One. So it's the slowest down. Start, why? I think it's start with why or starting with why by Simon Sinek. Okay. Um, that is huge because that actually that's feeds into the three P's like having your why, if you don't have a why, if your why is I want to be, uh, right. you know, richer <laughs> than whoever, you know, um, <laughs> I mean, money is, money's great. It, it, it's, but it's best money is best used as a tool mm-hmm. to get, to make your why and if you don't have a valid, I don't care what it is. I don't care if you, if, if your why is to create a million jobs for people, if it's to feed a million people, um, if it's to create a lasting legacy, whatever, you know, set your family up for, for life, whatever it is, that's what's going to, that's what drives, that's my engine. That's what, that's the engine that drives me with the three P's. Hmm. And you, one more book? And so I'd and say that would be you one. Wanna, uh, another one you want to, yeah. uh, has impacted you? Yeah, another. I mean, there's several, but I'll just do. I'll just do um, Entree Leadership by uh, Dave Ramsey. Okay. Um, that was a real. That's a that's a really good one too. Because that I mean that like tackle that gets right into that digs right into this topic. Well, I'll tell you one I really liked, which doesn't get talked about quite as much, was E Myth. The whole E Myth series. Um, I don't. I'm not familiar with that. It, it's. Uh, I don't want this to be a book club discussion, but it 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 kind of brought to light the idea of being a worker for yourself. Like why start a business is to create a job for yourself as opposed, like some people start business because they don't want to have a job. So let me start a business. Well, now I'm just going to work for myself, but now you're basically a laborer in your own business as opposed to being a manager, owner, driver of a business. And e-myth that the e-myth is you create a business, just now become a a worker in a different world than you would have been in a different, another one. That's the myth, the e-myth. Um, hmm. what, uh, let me ask you, I'm kind of coming off my notes I have for you here. Is there, what, what project, what's your big project right now? I mean, so, uh, let, let me, let me, I'm sorry, let me back up. Let me frame this a little differently. Let's say there's somebody out there thinking, boy, I, I, I like what I'm hearing here. I, I want to, I'm looking at being a digital nomad now as what, pe- like the people want to be sort of digital nomads now are, are kind of the same people who two, three years ago want to be like YouTube stars. Um, yeah. The idea is kind of like creating content and, and it gets out there anywhere and you 
all of a sudden become kind of rich in that circle. The digital nomad is cool because you can be wherever you want. I mean, I was down in Mexico last month. I worked there nine days. I worked every day. Um, not that, I mean, would have been nice not to work, but the fact that I could, sure. you know, you're in South Africa, you've chosen to be there. And, and uh, you know, you tell me you're moving back to the U.S. in a, in a couple of weeks. Um, what, what's the appeal? Like, what's, what's the ups and downs of living a digital nomad lifestyle? What's the coolest thing about it? I mean, the most coolest obvious thing, thing, you can live wherever you want, but is there something a little deeper than that? Um, so the deeper, I mean, I can, you know, there's the obvious kind of superficial, like, you know, the beauty of a new place and meeting cool people. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to get into like the deeper, like, you know, cause I've talked about, so this goes back to the, but like from a personal satisfaction standpoint, but I don't, you know, I don't want this to be like a metaphysical discussion. Like you can go. There. No, it's not metaphysical, but it's, it's, it's a real thing. It's, uh, yeah. I was feeling very comfortable. Okay, let's just talk about comforts. I was feeling okay. very comfortable in Colorado. You know, I had my friends. I, I had my cheers, you know, where everybody knows my name. You know, I had okay. my, 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 all my comforts. Everything was kind of laid out for me. Mm. Uh, and I didn't feel that tension. And, and I think you know what I mean. There's that tension as an entrepreneur that pushes you forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so by me coming out here, it I mean, my comfort zone was demolished. I'm living with uh, uh, some people I know, fam a family that I met actually in America, and they invited me to come out here. It's a young family, husband, wife, and two little ones. Uh, I'm used to living with other single dudes and, you know, doing the single dude lifestyle. And so this <laughs> is really another taking podcast. me out of my... Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's... it's I, I've, but it's okay, but what you brought, really interesting perspective. I mean, no, it's a really yeah. interesting success. I mean, because you could have probably stayed in Colorado, probably been comfortable, maybe wouldn't have pushed yourself as far as you could have, but instead you you chose, you consciously chose to pick yourself up, go into a place where you didn't have all those supports, because in your opinion, that was going to drive you, right? Now I think for some people, maybe at the opposite effect. Now they're lonely or they're they don't have motivation. Um, and it worked, right? So now you've leveled yeah. up. You brought it up to a couple yes. of other levels. Now you can come back into that situation with, with a lot more uh, sort of business strength or personal abilities, things like this. What, what would your advice be to somebody just starting out? You know, because, you know, it's one thing to just pick up, get a laptop and go move to, uh, you know, Cancun, Mexico or something where it's beautiful weather and say, hey, I want to start a business now. I'll, you know, what am I going to do? It's another thing to actually do it. Right. Yeah. So, you know, what's the ups? What's the reality? What's the ups and downs? Ups and downs. I mean, it, it is like you were kind of hitting on, it is a personality thing, you know, because it's, it's some people are going to react well to having the hammer dropped on them. Other people are going to react well by having an arm put on the shoulder. Uh, and so it just depends what's going to drive you, you know, like for just starting out, I'd say the very first thing I tell anybody is find your why. You have to get, get your why. Like, why do you know, like you said, is it, is it just to get a lotto ticket? Is it just to fire your boss? Is it just to make money? Those are not whys. Those are just reasons. Find a why. Like, what's the bigger why in your life? And use this as a vehicle that you can get into and drive to that. And I'd say that's the very first thing. And then the three Ps. And then, you know, you, every, it's an individual thing. You have to determine in yourself, are you starting to feel too comfortable? And for me, I started realizing I was starting to feel too comfortable you know, in my life and just the people in my life. And, and I have some awesome people in my life. I'm not, it's nothing against them. It's, 
about me. And I just realized, like, I was just getting too comfortable. Like, are you live, if whoever we're talking to, are you living in your, your parents' basement for free? Uh, you know, are you? My case, I, my kids live in my house for free. <laughs> well, uh, I'm just saying, like, it's, I, it's yeah, not, it's not about, my choice, but I, I know what you're saying. So I mean, but, I live, I've, I've lived with people for free, too. I'm just saying, like, it, it's, it's creating that tension, right? Like, even when I, me coming out here, I was like, I'm either going to be here for two months or two weeks. Because I, I was almost out of money. And I was like, I'm going to go. It's like, it's South Africa or bust. Now, could you have done, like, did you have to be that extreme? Like, South Africa is like a 17-hour plane ride from Denver or wherever you flew from. <laughs> but could you have just yeah. gone to, I don't know, um, blah, 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 St. Louis? You know, it, like, could you have gone anywhere where you were um, displaced, in a sense? Or did you go there because you had a place to stay and it was just radically different? Or would it have mattered? Yeah, that, that, well, no, for you're right. It's a ladder. It's a, it's the, it's the, I know, I knew I had a plan. I mean, I've been talking to these people for months, right? Okay, this wasn't so a quick decision. Kind of premeditated. You know, so the, it, yeah. And there were some things, there's some other things I'm exploring. These are people like with the nonprofit I mentioned, I, I met them yeah. through that. You know, there are some ties, there's some projects I was looking at out here outside of the business stuff that I'm doing that okay. kind of are more aligned with my bigger why. Gotcha. So, so, so let, uh, do, you, do you have anything you want to plug or promote or anything you want to offer to people listening to this? Well, you know, as I mentioned, I eventually, and in, in, uh, eventually I'd like to, I've been doing a lot of stuff with virtual assistants. Okay. And at some point I, I want to maybe release some tribe. I've, I've done a bunch of loom classes for that, for them. And I want to like, I'm thinking about maybe releasing something more professional at some point, but for now, the only thing I'm really going to plug is this non, I guess I'd like to plug is the nonprofit that I've been working with. Oh, called, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, YWAM Emerge. So it's just YWAM Emerge. Wordy Emerge. Aquaponics. Okay. Hmm. Aquaponics. Uh, you can feel free to look them up. And, and the people I'm staying with here are, are affiliated with them. That's how I met them. Uh, and it's all, you know, if you're not familiar with aquaponics, very briefly, it's, uh, it's basically a, a contained within a greenhouse. Uh, it's using fish, water, you know, to, to provide the nutrients to grow plants. Uh, and you so really, really get. This is sort of like an offshoot of hydroponics, except you're using fish to give nourishment to the plants instead of some kind of chemical. Hmm. So is the mission, is the mission. Exactly. Here to, it's way. Okay. So the mission is to, is to further the proliferation of this in the, in the world get more people doing it because it sounds sustainable sustainability is a big catch word right now um interesting so uh how's that going i mean is, is it something people are adopting is it slow is it a tough road to hoe or is it something that's really jumping i like the idea it's it's moving it's not moving as fast as some people would like it to move um that YWAM Emerge, they do have like free people can download the plans for free to build their own aquaponics. Hmm. So really, they're really trying to develop uh, uh, just a, a lot, just trying to a lot of hype around it. But yeah, they're he's um, not the people I'm staying with, but the people we know back in the U.S. are uh, basically getting a, a lot of support, like millions and millions of dollars to start building these things. So they're looking at wow. building in the in the stands. They're looking at building here. We're actually looking at a couple of different sites here in South Africa that I've been, I've actually, yesterday I went to one of those site proposed sites 
and did took some video and pictures. So yeah, there's definitely movement. Is this something somebody could build like in their house or is the, the scale is much larger or both? Uh, you could possibly do it in your house I and mean, you could do like a mini version, but really the goal here is for, is to end poverty and, and job creation. They create, you know, end poverty and uh, hunger, you know, uh, through mm-hmm. job creation and food, like healthy food creation. Which are uh, very, very, you know, needed and worthy things. My guest, William Litton, all the way from Cape Town, South Africa, digital nomad, entrepreneur, espouser of the three Ps and, and a big reader. Anything we didn't talk about, William, you want to get into real quick? And we'll kind of wind down. I got a little game we can play too, you'll like. Sure, sure. Just, I mean, the only thing I was going to say, uh, a great, another great starting point for anybody listening. Another, I mentioned, we mentioned, I don't want, like I said, we don't want it to be a book club, but uh, it's a $100 startup. That's also a good, for just for idea generating. I didn't use any of the ideas in that book, to be honest, <laughs> but it gets the juice, it gets the juices flowing. I can't remember the author, but that's a hundred, the $100. I'll, I'll look that up. I'll look it's it's up a good place it. to start. I'll look it up, yeah. put it in the show notes. Hey. The Make the Great Podcast. I am Dr. Stephen Green. My guest, William Linton. William is uh, out on the road doing his thing, trying to help the world. Check out www.vwamer or amemerge. Amemerge. I can't even say it. Amemerge. That's a tough word to say. But uh, yeah. I'll have it in the show notes for you. Hey, let's try something here. I always ask my guests. To do I call it the Fave Five. Fave Five. Okay. We're going to have a little fun. We were very serious for the last 35 minutes, so we got to lighten up a little bit. So uh, we're going to get the expatriate viewpoint here maybe a little bit, but uh, I'm going to say a word. You just tell me your favorite thing with it, okay? You'll get the idea pretty quick. Dessert. Ice cream. Ice cream. You got a flavor? You know, I like or uh, cookies and cream. Oh, see, I'm a vanilla guy. I like strawberry, too, and banana. I like simple. They have ice cream there. Good, good ice cream in South Africa, or is that something you missed from back here? They have it. It's not quite as good as back in the in the states. All right, well, because yeah, we got better milk here, probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> music, what kind of music you like? Well, what do I usually listen to? I listen to. Well, I like a lot of stuff from the '90s, Pearl Jam, Nirvana. I guess most recently, I've been listening to a lot of Coldplay. Coldplay. Yeah, that is 90s. There we go. Okay. Place to vacation. That's a tough one to ask someone like you because you're on permanent vacation, sort of. But, uh... <laughs> um, man, I really love the Big Island in Hawaii. Ooh. I spent about six months there. I uh, lived there for two different three month stints, and I just I can't get enough of it. I, but the only problem I, there is I live there. so expensive. It is so expensive. It's an expensive place, but it is beautiful. Uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. Ketchup, <laughs> mustard, or salsa? Favorite condiment? Ketchup. Hey, okay. Beverage? Oh, beverage. Um, Mountain Dew. It can get, can you get that there? No, I don't. Well, may, you know, maybe I. I've actually been just drinking a lot of water. I've been. My, my, I've changed my diet up here. Not as much sugar. It's pretty hot there. I think it. It's like yeah. It's like it's been eighty something today. Dang. Bucket list. 
Bucket list. Uh, I've hit, you know, I've hit so many. It's destinations, right? You know, I want to go. Don't have to be a destination, but yeah. But what do you got? I mean, I'd love to get get a couple of these aquaponics things running. Um, I'd love to hit Alaska again. Mm. If I could buy a house in Hawaii, that'd be amazing. And I really like to to do a trip around uh, Europe. Traveling bone is, is alive and well. Yeah. <laughs> that's it that's all i got that was good though hey listen i really want to thank you william for coming on and sharing the message i'd like people to pick up here is is first of all live your dream right i mean it did i don't overstate it but and it can take many many forms but but you know you don't have to be stapled to a desk and you know looking at a computer all day to be successful not that there's anything bad about that but there are a lot of other options out there and we got a living, breathing example of it, but it's also a person who's got a real good education is very well read and is, you know, kind of seeing what it takes in the real world. Um, your next stop, you told me you're going back to Colorado, then maybe Texas. And I will yeah. see, maybe I'll talk to you in a year. You'll be, who knows where you'll be. <laughs> I got a friend <laughs> that's building a retreat for digital nomads in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. I can hook you up and get you a good deal down there. And it's really nice. I might be interested. Yeah, I'll talk. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll talk. I'll have my people call your people. Yeah. Uh, last time, make <laughs> the great podcast, Steve Green. Appreciate it. Hey, two things you can do to help me out. Number one, if you liked what you heard today, please share this. I believe the more people that get this information, the better, because you never know who this is going to help. Maybe even change their lives for the better. And number two, please subscribe. Help helps you out. Gets it all out there. Uh, next uh, next time, I got an interview with a health coach who specializes in special water to help you. And it's supposed to make you think more clearly. So clarity, we're talking about it next time. And we're rolling from there. So if you want to be on the Make 3 podcast or you have a topic you would like to be addressed, reach out. I would be happy to entertain you. You can put it in the comments or you can hit me up at Make the Grade all over social media or S-G-R-E-E-N-E at makethegrade.net. Steve Green signing off. Let me hit the theme music here one last time. There we go. And, uh, catch you next time. William Linton, thank you one more time. And good luck in all your travels. Thank you. You've been listening to Make the Grade with the success doctor, Stephen Green. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. For more resources and support, please visit makethegrade.net.